Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. What's up, fool podcast? What's up? God damn. Is he wearing a dress? <laughs> Fuck what you heard. Slaughter is back, people. <laughs> they've been training for two years now. Training. Training. <laughs> and um, they've been getting outfits. This motherfucker bought a tour bus before getting actual tour. <laughs> <laughs> they got a fucking van with all the equipment. <laughs> I didn't, they got a drummer. They got a two guitarists. They got a female guitarist. They got Martina. I wouldn't even say lead vocals, just vocals. And man, I don't know what they're doing up there, man. But they got a a, fam, a, a, a people showing up to their shows. There's I think their first album should be called Slaughter Before Slaughter, the band that I really wanted to be good. <laughs> Pandemonium. <laughs> it's pretty pandemonium. I think they're wearing a skirt and shit. <laughs> With a fucking training bra. Is it a kilt? Or is it a skirt? Like a tutu? I didn't watch boxers. It looks like a tranny with a... No, a boxer, but he has no ass. So it looks like a fucking kilt. The face with a fist. And he had makeup on. Whoa. They're playing at Harvell's. I didn't know which one was... Because no one else will have them. (laughs) Fuck what you heard. God damn, put your little fucking... (laughs) Devil horns up. That's like the... The only like... I think I'm, I'm... no, man, that's probably the first time I, someone says, I heard, you know, the song. <laughs> you heard all the songs? No, uh, I just heard the ones that were posted on uh, on Slaughter or Before Slaughter's uh, Instagram page. 
to Martin and who else is doing it. I know Tanya Estrada well, is in the band from what I've seen. I didn't know up. she was she in the band. She used to be in a, in a band with um, Biff, no? With the black, remember that black no, dude that mayor. plays the mayor of, in, in Back to the Future? Yeah, she was in a the, band with him. You know the mayor. Uh, in Back to the she future. was in a band with Biff. Eh? No, in Back <laughs> yeah. to the Future, uh, when at the diner, the guy who's sweeping the floor, and he's the black guy who's sweeping the floor, and then later he becomes the mayor in the future. Yeah. Remember that? Got a social. You remember? Yeah. 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 So she was in a band with him. She was his girlfriend and she was in a band with him. A metal band as well? Metal band, yeah. Is it metal? Just folk. Yeah. Folk. Like jewel type music. Hey, Emma, do we have the video up? I can't find it. What's up, fool? What's up, fool podcast? What's up, people, man? Oh, man. I'm already having an awesome ass week, man. I was in a movie yesterday. Yeah, I, I worked on a movie yesterday. With the Phantom? With the Phantom, with, with fucking oh, uh, Billy. Zane. Billy Zane, man. <laughs> Damn. Bassmaster. Bassmaster and you know, Bassmaster. He, he legally changed his name to Bassmaster. That's his name right now? That's his last name now. He's like Nikki Six then, huh? <laughs> it was like Rodriguez or something before. Rodriguez? Yeah, like yeah. Eduardo or Edwin. That fool's Latino, though? Yeah. Dude, I was looking. I used to look at that fool. I'm all, dude, that fool's either Italian or some type of plantain, dog. Plantain? <laughs> Plantains are like, you know, they go southern Guatemala, El Salvador, Chile. It's because uh, Vinny's mom's Puerto Rican, so every time we would see a Puerto Rican dude or a Cuban dude, well, hey, fool, there's a plantain because they eat bananas. She would say that? <laughs> huh? She would say that? No, we would say that laughing and shit. And every time she would make a steak and uh, platanos, we'd go, oh, you're saying the... plantain. No, we'll, but it's plantain, but we... We'll, Why we'll, did she say plantain? No, we would say oh, plantain on the did. side, oh. in the back, laughing. Plantains! Oh, make us some plantains, and she would go make them. Yes, plantains. So that was a Latino. That's cool, dog. Yeah, but he didn't. I don't think he identifies as Latino. He doesn't like, give I don't a think fuck. He has, huh? It doesn't seem. He just seems like some white dude. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> he is as Latino as Pablo Francisco. Yeah. In the city, I think Pablo one might man, be more Latino. one desire. I have no idea. I, I never learned Spanish. Just suffer. Spanish. But this guy did <laughs> change Pablo his Francisco last name. Pablo Francisco takes Spanish classes. Uh, he did change his last name to Bassmaster. I, I I know more words than tortillas. <laughs> and even that fool was talking about he wanted to learn Spanish. I want to learn Spanish. My real name's Damien. <laughs> In the city. You had to fight to stay alive. Yeah, it was cool seeing your niece at the Spanish show last night because I said, you understand this? And she said, about 75, 80%. That's cool, of it. man. Because so, I know she doesn't really speak it, but she understands it, of course, because she was raised yeah, by her and your grandma, grandmother. And yeah. and shit, talking. Well, help me. Well, Shout out to Rodrigo Torres for Viva Los Chistes yeah, at man. the Art Center, Riverside. Yeah, Life Art Center. Yeah, man. It was a $15 show to get in, man. If you got missed out, you should have been there. Danny Franny was there. Danny Frank. And his twin who lived in Eagle Rock. Victor from Eagle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Look like brothers, huh? Look like brother, bro. Like Slim and Jim. Slim and Jim. those brothers? Uh, those, uh, those brothers in wrestling? The Bushwhackers? The Bushwhackers. They look like the clean version of those fools. Yeah, man. Remember those weird guys in the late 80s, early 90s, the Kipper kids, and they had big chins, and they were like, ur, ur. <laughs> they looked just like those... Uh, bushwhackers? Bushwhacker. They weren't bushwhackers. It was they like were Kipper, fake, huh? Kipper kids. It was some, I think it was a British show or something. Hello, man. Like, they were weird-looking guys with real long chins. There, there were prosthetic chins on their faces. Swedish. I remember that one. Okay. You have fun on stage, fool? Yeah, man. I was nervous, <laughs> but there... Um, what helped me was that... Um, I've been doing now. I've been like, I've been doing the same set in the same way, and not changing it. So when I went up on stage, I just remember how to do it. I just did it in Spanish. Oh wow! No, I don't remember them, but I look like fucking Brody Stevens. Yeah, that's kind of 
I'm back. Yeah. Wow. It was a good set, dude. It was a really, really fucking good, dude. I was fucking really tripping on how people were responding too. Because Me too. I was going like, dude, are these fools gonna correct us? Or are they gonna? But dude, it fucking flowed like gravity, dog. It was tight. Damn. The fucking the Cookie Monster killed it, fool. The Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> so those guys um, were wrestlers. No, they just. I don't know what they were. It was, like a, it was like a duo, like a not. Com- I guess it was supposed to be comedy. It was not funny. <laughs> not funny. They had I, more chin in Asia. I never watched them. Like I watched them once, and I just didn't get it. And so I never watched their show. Like Andy Kaufman, it was like or Showtime or HBO or something like that. Like the Flight of the Concords before their time, huh? Possibly. But yeah, man. What's up? What's up, fool? Shout out to everybody that came out to our show in Charlotte, North Carolina. So many people showed up from City Terrace, East Los Angeles, and Pomona. Representing. Relocated to the South, huh, fool? Yeah, man. I'm trying to remember if I ate any good food. Oh, that's a big Uh, ass chicharron. The Charlotte. That was good uh, at the the Colombian restaurant. Lady Gogo's. Yeah, she hooked it up, dog. Lady yeah, Lady Gogos. Yvette. Yvette. Shout out to Lady Gogos. No, Yvonne. That's right. She brought some fucking bomb ass vegan chuleta tortas, mm. horchata. That shit was fucking bomb. And then we still had enchilada, which I didn't taste. Really How were they? The enchilada was good. They're even good cold. I ate them in the morning. Damn. <laughs> and um, the carne asada and the jackfruit um, tacos were bomb. We also met a comedian out there who lives in a van. Some comedian named um, Alves Muish. Alves Muish. Or Muish. Muish. That was from Bosnia. And originally from Detroit. Bosnian comedian. He came up to do it in about five minutes. (laughs) Killed that shit. So this fool, maybe I want to look him up. His name is um, Alves Muish, which is spelled M-U-I-C-H, I I think. Alves Muish. Muish. And if you got like dark comedy, like real dark comedy, this is your guy, you know, for a quick five minutes. Is he like Jason Rouse type? Not as, uh, I would say, not bolder. as hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. But he can definitely get dark. Well, this guy, man. You said kind of like Neil Hamburger. A yeah, like, yeah, yeah, a little like Neil subtle. Hamburger. So this guy walks into a, this guy, it's like a joke. This guy walks into a, a Waffle House. <laughs> so he walks into a Waffle House, right? And he talks to the people there, like the manager, and he goes, hey, my name is Elvis Muish. I'm a comedian from Bosnia. There it is, Muish, which is, um, I don't my glasses, M-U-G-I-C. Yeah, M-U-G-I-C with an accent over yeah, the C. Elvis, M-U-G-I-C, right? J-I-C. M-U-J-I-C, with music. Dang. Yeah, and Muges. you can follow him on Instagram at, at Elvis Comedy. Well, this fool walks into a coffee, like a fucking... Um, Waffle House, and he talks to the manager there, hey, and he plugs in his own uh, boombox, his own microphone, and he does stand-up comedy like at Waffle Houses, like in the middle of the night. And also, um, during the day, he walks into a fucking, um, he walks into uh, <laughs> homeless shelters, like homeless shelters, and asks whoever's in charge if he could go in there and perform for the homeless people. And he also goes to Vietnam shelters with Vietnam vets, hospitals, veterans hospitals, and wherever the, they are, VFWs, and he just does that, man. Like, nobody gives him no you know, He probably takes a little basket. 
to pay. But anyways, shout out to that fool. He lived in a van. He's sober. Yeah. But on Sunday, he made a big mistake, man. He brought somebody from the BFW with him. He brought a soldier dog. Got kidnapped. <laughs> it was rogue. So this food, he looked like the nuge. He left his house behind, first of all, because he lived in a van. Yeah. He brought this guy who was an idiot. Let's <laughs> find He goes, so I asked the guy, so what do, you do for, what do you do for a living? He goes, I used to be a bodyguard. I said, bodyguard? Who did you protect? The United States of America. <laughs> Missing man, a tooth, dog. I, called, I, I put Albert to a side and I put, come here, man. Let me tell you something, man. This guy heckles one time. Like, if he opens his mouth during the show, he is fucking out of here. <laughs> out of here. Give him the boot. Out of here. I know. It's weird, uh, like, to be mad at somebody that yeah, you're give supposed a fuck to you're a veteran. be, like, revere. And I don't give like, you a fuck. No, I know. You don't give a fuck if you're a veteran, eh? <laughs> if you don't act like a, civil, like, a, like a civil person in person, or I don't give a fuck what you did, man. You got to act like a, like a person. You got to act right. Yeah. Came in like a cowboy. Yeah. Came in like a cowboy. Yeah. All stupid. Yeah. And where's the beers at? The hat. Oh, where the beers at? Get the fuck out of here. We don't know your name. I like how the winner caught out right away. Like, yeah. Everybody took orders. I took a Bud Light. Then the winner looks at him. All right, so when you go sit on your seat, I'll get your Bud Light. <laughs> and then he came back off. Is he on your tab for the green room? Fuck no. Go, Hell no, dog. Charge him for everything. <laughs> Charge that full double, eh? I didn't even pay to get in, dog. Yeah. He did 18 years of lines, bro. Hey, oh, well, come God. on. He was out there to party to do cocaine, dog. He wasn't protecting the fucking army. He said I he was know. protecting the Marines. That was his job. He was in the army protecting the Marines? Dude, he looked like somebody's fucking <laughs> uncle that fucking fell out of a plane. He looked like somebody that picked up an army jacket somewhere and put it on. <laughs> I'm just not thinking stolen valor. Yeah, he, oh. And he had fatigues. Like, <laughs> like, he was all like a trashy guy. Yeah. Like, and first dude. of all, man. But he was in the VFW? He found and, him in the VFW? And probably vain, too, because his hair was dark as fuck. Like, oh, like Barcetta was yeah. Like, yeah. What color is that? It's like, dude, you're 65. Your hair's not that black. Dude, look at mine, dude. I'm 40, dog. Come on, you're killing me. Uh, yeah, he got two beers in quick. <laughs> and missing, like, and he has one of those, those long-ass teeth. He was missing a tooth, a horse tooth. I was like, dude, <laughs> you are not a bodyguard, dude. At the end of the show, they were kicking him out. He said, hey, follow, me on, follow, follow me on Facebook. <laughs> He's all like he's all acting like he worked for Blackwater or something. His name was Tony Schneider. <laughs> oh man, made up name Tony Schneider, dog. Come on, bro. that's a TV name, dog. That was his name, right? <laughs> that's what he said he was. His name. Oh, the vet. And he yeah. did it like Schneider Tony from Schneider. his company. No, from one day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time. <laughs> he looked like a beat up Nuge, Ted Nuge. Yeah, man, he was just crazy. Oh, man, there was his a... fucking heads were huge. And he sounded like, uh, yeah. like fucking uh, catcher's mitts. Yeah, that fool looked like he's packing, like, dog. Like his finger was too big to be fit in the trigger. <laughs> yeah. Old dick fingers, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those fools that a little roach crawls out of his jacket. Off. <laughs> he looked like that, dog. Yeah, man. <sighs> He's the kind of dude, bro, that rolls his own cigarettes out. <laughs> exactly, dude. And still puts a filter. <laughs> He's like one of those dudes that you play to clean up your yard because you feel sorry for him, and then he never does the work, dog. Just takes it 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, like one of those dudes, bro, when you meet his mom, you know, my son's no better, in. <laughs> He's like he one of those fools that always had an odd, odd job, Havo. He, yeah. he stole that jacket from a surplus store. <laughs> I had to go in there and pay for it. <laughs> for the Spit Shines propellers or something. Look at the fool who lied, dog. Dude, yeah, everybody lied, Lie, lie, lie. <laughs> you, don't, you, can't, you don't even know who's telling you the truth anymore. Fuck about, man. A veteran, a real veteran, is not going to be wearing his medals 
still <laughs> acting crazy. Oh, George W. gave it to that me. That's what I, a letter from Clinton, bro. <laughs> like the one, like, like someone Jackson had one in fucking that movie, bro. Uh, in that movie. Crazy, uh, crazy eight. Or, yeah, hateful eight. Hateful eight. <laughs> He goes, uh, a notarized document. So, so he can wrote you a letter. <laughs> I'm the new sheriff of Red Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Move over. Doesn't tell a fool I have a fake letter, bro. Like, yeah, George Bush himself wrote me a letter and thanked me personally for the third. Let me see that fucking letter. It's all good thing. I wish there was more time in the day. Oh my god. I need, Just... Wait. I got to end this letter now. I see Mrs. Bush calling me now. <laughs> got my sandwich ready. Oh, come this on. Lied, dog. That Xerox signature, dog. It wasn't even a fucking pen, dude. I, met, I talked to a homeless guy one time. That first said he had nine purple hearts, bro. I didn't even <laughs> know they gave that. Well, you can only get yeah, one. Only get he one. had nine. He, what is he, a cat fool? And I was like, really? Wow. Me and my friend were impressed. My friend joined the army. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to George Vasquez. Be all you can. Did he really joined the army fool? Fuck yeah, his whole life, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> he's a career fucking soldier. Well, fool, we, we used to play guns. That we used to come up with a replica, bro. God damn. damn. So he was on ROTC fool, before ROTC. He used to, we used to play guns. That fool come up with a replica forty five in his in his pocket and a fucking real sword like the Civil War. <laughs> what the fuck, dog? Glory yeah, over here, I fucking mixed with tombstones. Trying fool? to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> Fuck out of here, A sword? That fool, there was a, there was a rat in his house, and that fool tried to shoot with a BB gun. Fucking <laughs> pallet fucking flying all over the house, dog. <laughs> he made his grandma blind, dude? Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Fucking people. But I he... What's up, fool? Shout out to everybody who came last night. We did a Spanish show. Crazy, huh? it out 40 Ooh. minutes, man. It's, I think by the, by the time I, I film the special, I'll be ready, bro. Dude, it looked crisp last night, dude, and... Fucking, I was really surprised by the fucking uh, interactions of the crowds. They were digging that shit, dog. Everybody's fucking proud as fuck, dog. Happy, huh? Yeah. Dude, they were like into it, dog. I think that's Crazy what I, people got, all over America are like. You know, they're going to be like, you know what, eh? Finally, somebody from here does a special Hispanic. That's the motherfucker from, not to say they're bad. Right. But but somebody yeah, yeah. represented us. Us Mexican or us Latinos here in America. How we grew up, how we are, dude. It's like, dude, everybody wants to fucking import a Latino, dog. We're already here, dog. Not to be a dick, dude, but... And everybody in Mexico wants to be like the U.S. anyway, so it's like, what the fuck, dog? We're already here. I'm not about to hee hee ha ha pa pa. You know what I'm saying? Cocksucker, we got punchlines. It's all in a movie, bro. Yeah, what's, what's the title of the movie? Is it still a working title? Guest book. No. Oh. Guest house. Guest house. Okay. A lot of guest houses in L.A., huh? <laughs> Bro, that fucking house we shot in was fucking badass. Where was it at? Full in the valley? Undisclosed location. Somewhere in Los Angeles, bro. I forgot how we got there. But, dude, like, there was a front house, which I didn't go inside of. But the back house was fucking huge, bro. Four bedrooms in the God, back house. That was what? a back house? A backyard, dude, okay? What the front house is a manor. Yeah, and, uh, man, it was like... Cause there's a there's like a big giant rectangular pool, and there was a front house, and then the other side of the pool, right when you go into the pool, was the back house, and they had like a sliding door. They had their own yard in the back too. Damn, dude. We, we filmed there, dog. Fucking rich ass fool who lived there. And I was yeah, talking like, to the fool outside. Well, fool. A fan outside, bro. That fool packed a fat ass boat when I was leaving. <laughs> I said, all right. 
So he's working construction, bro. Little ass Cholo, bro, in charge of seven paisas, bro. <laughs> Damn. Doing it, bro, dog. they're fucking hammering, bro. Fool, they went over there. They told that fool, man, can you, like, shut down the hammering? Bro, I got a hammer. I'm doing a job. We'll give you $200. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Just draw. How long they stop hammering for? For 30 minutes. <laughs> Because I went outside, right? I was talking to him, right? And I said, hey, homie, I heard they gave you $500 to fucking turn out that fucking jackhammer. Charlie, home, they only gave me two, homie. <laughs> so that fool let me inside the house that they're building. Damn, dude. They knocked down like an old beat up. The houses that used to be in the neighborhood used to be ranch style, like mine. Yeah. Like flat on a slit. So they knocked them all down, dude. Now they're like all like um, picturistic, you know, uh, very chic. Fondue. Fen shui. The architecture or whatever. Fen shui, where everything, like there's water, everything matches. Badass homes, dude. Like, maybe like $2 million Damn. homes. Already feng shui'd out. Shit. Johnny Roker looked like Santana in 1969. He is, but he's an actor right now. <laughs> when is the next show in Spanish? The next show in Spanish will be. This Saturday in San Diego. San Diego at the Palace Comedy Palace in San Diego. It's your tickets. Tickets are I think fifteen bucks. Pretty decent, right? So go check that out. That's funny, man. I don't know if I'm gonna do after the special. Let's see what's up. If we were to do more English shows, more Spanish shows. What do you think of Ed Bassmaster? That fool's all right, bro. Eight hundred sixty-seven followers. He's my friend. That I influenced in the in the movie, bro. Yeah. And who who put that movie together? It's uh. Polly Shore helped cast people. Oh okay. Oh shit! Shout out to Polly Shore, man. That fool got me in the movie, bro. I didn't have to audition. Okay, oh, that's sweet. I, I, I was gonna get a longer role, but I couldn't commit to it because we had to do that show in Riverside and then do another show on Saturday. And how was it working with Billy Zane, fool? Easy, bro. That fool went from fist bumping me to fisting me. Nah, taking my hand. <laughs> Titanic style. Yeah, bro. I was reminiscing all his movies, bro. I wanted to talk to him, bro. I probably talked to him at the rap party, bro. <laughs> hey. Fool, my favorite scene in that movie ever, ever, ever was in that movie Posse, bro. They have like Black Cowboys, Mario Van Peebles, DMX, and a bunch of other fools, right? And, um, and then that, that dude that used to be in the real world, a different world with Bill Cosby, they fucking had a, well, anyways, Billy Zane, like a cowboy, like a confederate, and he had, he had like a cup, of co- a, a cup. He goes, man, you know old Richard over there, but that's not that, that his name. He's part of the Motisa tribe. And they're like, aren't you from the Motisa tribe? Um, yeah. And he clicks on the cup, and he goes, Motisa? Oh damn! Like that badass movie, bro. Badass movie. Hell yeah! Damn. What's up, fool? fool. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Good. Uh, How was he? See you at the mall. Yeah. Then the galleria. Yeah. That's how you guys met the first time. Always. Yeah, bro. I remember. I always remember um, comedians by their by, by their favorite jokes. My favorite joke. <laughs> you know, you had a big family because I have a big family. Seven kids in my family. Bro. Uh-huh. We, we we were our own toys. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Remember? 
I don't know if it was you or Ronnie Dangerbird had a joke that said that um, we were so poor, we would go to our neighbor's house and wear their clothes and go as them. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Ron, you or Ronnie? That was Ronnie. I had. Um... You had that funny one. Hey, gentlemen. Anthony Griffith in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Griffith Ooh, in the house. Yeah. Chicago's finest. Griffith is his professional name. Yeah. Griffin was his. Griffin birth name. Birth name. Birth name. Slave yeah. name. <laughs> 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 you don't want to be the Griffin. <laughs> you Thank know you what? Sir. No, the reason um, uh, there's a Tony Griffin. Yeah. Who was Merv Griffin's son. Oh. And I had to get permission, and he wouldn't give it to me. Because he said, hey, I might get a sitcom. <laughs> so that's why he never gave me. Are you serious? Yep. Wow. Damn, people are greedy even before this shit takes yes. off, huh? Yes, yes. God damn. Yes. So I was Anthony Fan Griffin. I was, <laughs> I, I was everything, you know, and the manager said, they, you know, yeah. <laughs> so that's a little insight. Somebody said Griffin from Family Guy. No, <laughs> 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 you know, my first joke was um, back in the day was... Um, you go, man, we were so poor, man. One time, my mom and dad bought us only one walkie-talkie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I hold it one hand and be like, hey, it's me, Anthony. Where you at? And he go, I'm right here. <laughs> right to my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. What's up, fool? What's up? Um, evening, evening at the improv, bro. Evening yes. Evening at the improv. Yes. And um, fucking um, Comedy Central Pepsi. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that you know, Pepsi half the, hour. The Rito half whatever, hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> improv I looked back and, uh, on the show also was George. George Lopez, yeah. And I didn't know who. I didn't know him at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, there was also um, A&E, the Comedy on the Road with Jeff Valdez. Another yeah. one on a lot of shows back then. Wait, Jeff had something on A and E back then. I yeah, didn't Jeff that. started off. He had comedy on the road that he produced with another guy, and he had Carlos Mencia on the show. Oh. And then he went to Comedy Compadres on um, Fox. No, on, on, no, no, it was on fucking um, Channel Five, KTLA, KTLA. Yeah. Every it came Sunday. on every Thursday at ten. Okay, and then Please. they would play. Yeah. I remember they would play the reruns right before Culture Clash or something, right? I don't know why they didn't catch on. And then, um, you had a lot of stuff in LA. And then, um, we didn't have anything like uh, that in Ohio. And then, <laughs> and then he got to, when Dave Chan was popular, Jeff O'Dez, Paul Rodriguez, Nelly Galan did comedy picante, no, comedy local, local slam. slam. And it was too close to Dev Jam, man, because even Paul Rodriguez would come <laughs> out and say, Dan, right? Like Russell Simmons. <laughs> it was a little weird. Mencia was hosting. Eh? And then, and then I guess Latino comedians are not really known to be vulgar, you know, or very yeah, vulgar, yeah. nasty. Not Def Jam. But they were telling they were telling the comedian, "Go there and say a couple of fucks, <laughs> <laughs> and give me a couple of shit jokes, please." They wanted them to be raw, get but nobody was getting raw. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get on Def. Shut up! Because you weren't raw, right? Wow. And they would say, come on, come on. They say, we say, already got Warren Hutchinson. Sorry. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> dude, dude, they, people always say, hey, man, I love you. Uh, I said, that's not me, man. <laughs> and then they just walk away because <laughs> they thought I was warm. Yeah. And also, uh, you did the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson originally as well, right? Yep. Did you just sit down? No. 
But after the first show, he said in the parking lot, I like you. I'm going to bring you back. So, but even before my manager, he said, I like you. Work on stuff. I'm bringing back. His manager three months later. Guess what? I got you done to that show. <laughs> right, right, right. I was working on it. Right, right, right. Eating a bagel. Right, right, right. A craft server, bro. Stealing food. Right. Did you ever have one of those managers? Like, God damn, like this motherfucker stealing food. Right. Like your one, your manager had, took a nap while you were taping something. She was in the she didn't take a nap napping. during my show. She, she oh, took a nap during Joy Medina. Her other client, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that show, I was up late at night. Like after I was packing, it was like okay. three in the morning. Comedy dot com came on. Comedy dot TV. Comedy One of the Byron Allen shows. That was a yeah. show that we taped that many years ago, two thousand nine. Yeah. yeah. And that was Joy Medina set. And it was, he was doing the old top ramen bit. Yeah. It was fun, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> another show that was uh, L A. was uh, Comedy Strip Live. That was true. Yeah. I love that show. Yes. That started at the uh, Lamp Lab Factory. Factory. Right. Wow. The, the host was, um, man, Will something. The host was a guy, uh, the, the comedian too. Not Will Schreiner. Not Will Schreiner, oh. but close enough. I like that. Right. <laughs> we could just say Will Schreiner. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> but that's what made Laugh Factory what it was. Really? Because it was just a hole in the wall. Wow, wow. man. Wow. Who, who made that deal, bro? Hey, buddy. Fox comedy, <laughs> Fraser Smith. They, they, they also, their wagon. Also, what helped though, I think Fraser Smith was hot too on the radio, radio personality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And to have him as a host, but that show was popular, bro. Really, dude. It was popular, man. You never saw it happen. No, I, never, I watched it in Ohio. It, it aired every strip live. Yeah, yeah. It aired on Saturday mornings. Yep. Yeah, I didn't watch on Saturday. Wow, man. Wow. And then Jay that didn't have those comedy strip live, and it was just um, comedy on Keller West at midnight. And they would show all the comedians on live on the radio. They had a different setup wow. on Comic Strip Live, didn't they? Like the bar was not back where where it is now. No, right? It was like right. up in the front. It was just a little hole in the Yeah. Did you ever perform in Long Beach? That there used to be a Long Beach Comedy Club, right? No, I only only performed there. Ice House with the Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. Never at the Ice House. Love, always the Ice House. Did you ever, cause I, remember, I tell you, used to rock. <laughs> it was packed back yeah. in the day, bro. If, if, it, you, it if you sucked at the Ice House. Just, <laughs> if, if anybody ever has a bad set right, at the Ice right. House, you suck. Right. <laughs> You're a security guard now, Universal right. Studios. <laughs> right. There is no way you can fail in that room. Right, right. First time I went up there, I thought it was uh, in a, an arena. I was like, are these yes. for me? Goddamn. Yes. Yeah. You are driving a tram now. Right. Dude. The funniest guy. I'll fucking walk with ricochet in there. Father, one time, Joy Medina said that he was going to, you know, you know Joy Medina? Comedian? Yeah. Well, yeah. That was desperate, man. Like, when we first met, he was crazy. He's Hollywood desperate. This was talk- when he first wrote Matador. That fool said that he was going to get on a tram, jump off it, and pass it on and put it on everywhere, dog. The script? Yeah. Get on the tram. You know what's the tram? Oh, we jump. found this brilliant script. You're going to run into Jerry Bruckheimer? Is he in yeah. there or something? He's going to put it everywhere, like on people's beach cruisers, oh sneak God. into people's offices, We're, drop it off. I heard Don Simpson's office is over here. <laughs> yes. Oh my. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. yeah. That that's fucking, how things a work. lunatic, this, dude. Here, here, here. <laughs> Oh, we found it. It was funny. <laughs> it's so good. We have to make it. 
I was with uh, my, my son and his family. They came to visit from New York, and I have Philip. And then um, the person was telling a tour, like, "Why here we shot? We shot whatever." But I'm like, "Whoa, man! Lee Majors, whatever it was, Knight Rider." And Joy Medina told me I had an audition over there. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, really, Tio, right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right I, I read for Simon and Simon right there. <laughs> Simon and Simon. Whatever. Simon and Simon. It's, it's like, funny, uh, right? At, well, the way we see Hollywood here, because we live here, but everybody from out of town, they think you made it. When, when, um, uh, it used to be when, when, uh, um, Compton was huge when uh, rap, black, uh, gangster rap was yeah. huge. My family in Chicago, every time they came, hey man, can we go to Compton? And I would, <laughs> and I would go, wait, wait, we got Compton in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> we got projects, we got shootings in Chicago. But they wanted us to go Compton. It was really hype back then. I mean, yeah. Straight Out of Compton came out in yes. 1988. Yeah. Wow. People want to jump out of the car to get a picture in Echo Park. <laughs> I took some land home. Wow, dude. Compton, the fame of Compton, dog. That's how I felt when my brother came here with his wife and they wanted to see the Hollywood, like the Walk of Fame and stuff. And I was like, all right. So I took him over there and they're just like, that's a lot of homeless people. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of begging. The grit. There's a lot out. of drug okay. use over here. As soon as he wakes up, we're going to see Michael Jackson star. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Where even my uncle, when he came, he was like, "What facet?" When I, we had a, a limo for him to see Beverly Hills, uh, but he he went past saw Fat Burger, <laughs> and the liquor store was like, "I'm sad." <laughs> <laughs> so he we canceled Beverly Hills and just always Fat Burger and. <laughs> Liquor store. He was happy. That that was his L.A. moment, Hollywood moment. <laughs> the closest. Are they all from the Chicago? Are they from the South? You're from Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. part? South side. South side. <laughs> you, you, you were a group in the project. I started there. Yeah. What, yeah. what projects out there? They're not there anymore. Because the what? Like I know they have like Green Green. They have like Robert Taylor homes out there. Right, what? and they're all gone. Torn down. Wow. No, those expensive condos. They, they we what, what's the word? Um, Gentrified. Yeah. So all of that is now college and rich people. Yeah. And everybody went to the suburbs to Rosemont. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. They further to the suburbs, and then they stop uh, buses stopping at a certain time, so you can't get back. Oh, that sucks, man. When they start doing that. What was that? Well, they prevent you from getting back to the yeah. neighborhood after a certain hour. It's like a way to force poor people to get out of your right. neighborhood. Yeah. You know? Out of the city? Yeah, out of wherever they suburbs. don't want you to be. Yeah. Suburbs yeah. or what? Yeah, usually suburbs. Because the white suburbs, the white people in the suburbs said, hey, we're tired of being in the suburbs. We want to go into the city, mm-hmm. live in the city, play in the city, live by the lake. So they said, okay. So they switched it. Yeah. Now all the all the people in the projects are in the suburbs, right. but they can't get back in. Because that's what's happening now with the cities. Because we were talking about Detroit, and Detroit's like right. wanting right. to, they they wanted to basically like get rid of the city of Detroit and just have the suburbs kind of come in and swallow the city, and just become all 
just a neighborhood, basically, not suburbia. have any suburbia, but just this have like a park area instead of what was the major downtown area. Metropolis. That was like what mm-hmm. the idea was. But then a lot of young people are coming in. They want to live in these cities and they want to live in the like downtown L.A. became the same way. Downtown L.A. was nothing until like hipsters were starting to come in and wanted to live in an apartment in the city. And then that was the thing. And it wasn't about going to the suburbs anymore and buying a house. We're just in uh, uh, Chicago is very much like that too. With we're all just the different performing at the Charlotte's mm. what, what comedy, comedy zone. Comedy zone. Yeah. And um, the whole area is like, um, like, you know, it used to be shit. They were just, they were telling me that people that live, worked there were telling me, nah, man, right there by hotel room with prostitutes. Prostitutes around the, the cemetery here was all crack, but now they have like brand new condos. Mm-hmm. They have bikes you can buy, you can rent. All Chick Fil A's, all those like you know yeah. all the trendy stores that everybody fucking sees in every other little shopping center. All there, trippy man, yeah. cookie cutter. Yep, <clears throat> yep. You couldn't walk here at night. Hell no, nah, but now you can. Oh, Char- we went to Charlotte, man, and we saw the Confederate monument there. For the, yeah. for the Confederate soldiers. No, it's yeah. the, the Confederate cemetery, right? cemetery, right? The yeah, Confederate yeah. cemetery. That's weird. Because there was a regular yeah. cemetery for everybody else, and then they had a cemetery just for the Confederates. But you couldn't read their names. They were all facing something, facing the the monument to get to salute. Mm-hmm. And there was one person we found that was actually a slave in that Charlotte. We just knew because everyone had a date they were born. This guy was died around seventy five. Right, right. Guesstimate. Yeah, they don't know. But they he, don't he, know. He had a big right. one. Like he was, he he was like, um, he had a big stone too. Is that, that the one with the poem or whatever? Yeah, or his last name was thing? Moore. Yeah, M O O R E, and it said, um, um, from his master. They said that he was a slave. Yeah. To gent to um, loyal servant. Yes. And blah 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 blah. Yeah, and he had cared for him, and he. So this was like his. So he's a, he's in the same guess, plot weird. as everybody else. Yeah, weird. There's some, there's some fucking plots there for like people that are from fucking 1901 and to 1970, man. Like fuck that, man. Me, man, burn me, bro. Burn <laughs> me and throw me in Venice Beach. <laughs> yeah, I have a few uh, uncles and nephews who say just, I mean, aunts and. Uh, we saw uncles. your last name too in Charlotte and you know, over there. <laughs> yeah, Griffin and Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> Where well, Griffith is a is a uh, metal metal beast, yeah, that flies, a griffin, yeah. yeah. That's a griffin, oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> and Griffin to be is a just somebody's game. been on drugs. It used to be a video game. I don't know if it was called Griffith, but it was like a flying thing, and it shot arrows with a dude on top. I'm only saying it because the, the devil used to have a video game in his house. <laughs> you thinking of joust? Joust. I'm thinking of joust. Okay, that's wrong one, game. That's one of the best video games. <laughs> but it was a Griffith, right? It was a griffin. No, those were ostriches. They were flying. Oh, that was a Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> bird, bird, bird. <laughs> so and I always got confused with uh, Eddie Griffin. Yeah. Because oh. <laughs> funny you say that because I've always confused you with the other comedian who's real clean too. And never confused him with the other comedian who's not so clean who passed away. And they have the same name. One was a little baby. <laughs> he had a little half hour special. He, he did like a little baby special. Like a, he used to do his sweater like this and then talk like that. And he put on a little hat. And then he'll put on big old glasses and be his grandfather. <laughs> Damn. And he died. Huh? He died. No, he's alive. Oh, okay. Who's the one who died? Who's the one who died? You said one of them passed away. The other, he looked like this other guy who passed away. Remind me of this other guy who passed away. You lost me there. 
I'm still trying to figure out this guy. <laughs> oh, no. The one, who, the one who died with baby kids. Oh, you're talking about Robin, Robin Harris. Harris. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph, you're talking Ralph about Harris. Ralph, Ralph Harris. Harris. Robin he was Harris. clean. Oh, we yeah. figured it yeah. out. No, bro. Wait. So you were Robin Harris is not was not clean. Right. No, right. Hell he no. Clean. no he's from saying, Chicago. From yeah. Chicago. South side. Yeah. yeah. He's saying you remind him yeah. of no, Ralph. Ralph is Ralph. clean. It's yeah. clean and still here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And he he does cruise ships. Yes, yes. he's funny. Yes. He had a, a he his, he did character. He did like a little boy. Yes. He did a mom and he'll put on his glasses and be his grandfather. Yeah. You're talking yeah. about baby's kids. Yeah. No, Ralph Harris. I mean, oh, you're yeah. talking about Ralph. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He was at the Laugh Factory yes, last week. Oh wow! I walked. Up, we were. Uh, I would come. Sometimes you come out of the airport. airport you see a comic that you grew up with. You know, you known. You know, but you're so tired. You remember their names. <laughs> So I saw him and goes, funny guy. And he said, you too. And he walked away. Right. So, man, when I get bored on a plane, Anthony, I just turn on my phone. Yeah. And I start looking at people and calling them celebrities that they're not. <laughs> right? So I say, oh, this is guy. I go, if I don't know him, oh, James Gandolfini is here. Hey. Over here we have fucking um, Santana. John Leguizamo, whatever. <laughs> yeah. The bionic woman over here. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, right? So fucking this dude comes in there, man, holding it like a horn section bag and curly ass hair, and I say Yanni, and I record myself saying Yanni. You said it out loud to him, and it was though. Kenny G <laughs> for the real Kenny. G. <laughs> but he was not sitting. But I had enough miles saved up to yeah. To, you, I was yeah, sitting in first class. Yeah, he wasn't right. And he was the last fool on the fucking plane. Mm -hmm. But then I was thinking, you know what? Before we got on the plane, they wanted three volunteers. So what I was thinking about the day was they said that um, they lied to us and told us the plane was too full. We need three volunteers. But all they were trying to do was get Kenny G Kenny. in that plane. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. he ended yeah. up sitting in coach, walking, walking you, the coach. Yeah. They, they want to give you a $600 Bro, voucher. Bro, they were walking around back and forth like a maniac. Trying to fucking find a play for that saxophone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or clarinet or trombone, whatever it is. It's a, saxophone. It's a soprano saxophone. It's a saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you, man. That was a clarinet. I'm so glad I didn't call him Weirdo Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> it's Weirdo Yankovic from the Kim Kardashian video. <laughs> so how bad is Kenny G doing that he can't get on a plane, bro? It must have been a last minute thing, maybe. It just you a know. surprise trip. Maybe he missed his other Have they ever flight. kicked anyone off the plane to put you in the plane, Anthony? No. <laughs> no. But, but I was late for a plane, and I ran, and the plane was leaving. Pilot saw me, came back, and everybody on the flight was pissed off. You're lying. What? Right, because he came back, and I walked in, then everybody <laughs> And I'm, <laughs> what's up, <that> fool? <laughs> <laughs> and that's pre nine eleven. That was pre. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Oh, man. Wow. Now, now, nah. 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 get the hell to the nah. So you started at a comedy cottage and then Zanies. Like those were your places yeah, at first Rick, in Chicago. Yeah, mm -hmm. but 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 in Chicago you had a lot of one nighters, a lot of. Uh, on the right, you had Wisconsin. On the left, you had Wisconsin. On the right, you had Indiana. Mm -hmm. So you could work constantly 
to find out your crowd, find out your style, and all like that. How long did it take you to find your style? What you wanted to do? You know. Or the crowd make you decide you. You know, it was interesting because you had the comedy club in the white area. You had the black lounges in the where the brothers yeah. were. So, you know, if when I went to the brothers, they were going, man, you corny. <laughs> <laughs> they were, man, you corny. Because I didn't cuss. Yeah. I don't even like what you say. Right, right. Why are you saying it? Because <laughs> why are you acting like those people? Right. Because because they, <laughs> they 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 you you're corny. Plus, uh, they smoking, they drinking, they picking up women. All that was new to me. I was like, <laughs> it's weird, right? I was hanging with Jim Pompa, and and I've always been man. I've always bought my clothes at Sears, bro, <laughs> or J.C. Penny. I've never been outside of a store called Target, J.C. Penny, or whatever my mom took me. Target. I always, knew, I always knew I needed underwear and socks. And right, right, them, right, right. So here I am. You know Gene Pompa, right? Yeah. He's yeah. looking for shorts. Went to 10 stores to look for shorts, bro. <laughs> we finally went to Abercrombie and Fitch, and he gets shorts there. And you know, I like these clothes. So I bought a bunch of stuff, bro. A hoodie, a shirt, <laughs> jeans. I bought oh, a lot I of stuff. I walked out of there with a bunch of stuff. So I'm doing, I'm performing on a show. Same act, by the way, right? Same cadence and everything. This fat-ass lady, like this fat lady who was probably 44 at the time. I was 28. She goes, why are you trying to be white with those clothes? Ugh. Oh, man. Why are you trying to be a surfer? Why are you going to wear like that? What is that? I put her water. Like that, dog. Yeah. Was, she was Latina? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. What a bad bitch. bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Don't hold back how you really feel. <laughs> but, I, but now I, I don't. I still don't get it, dog. I never got it's, it. Well, they just have uh, this conception of like, what. Because you know, misconception. I'm probably telling her, you know what? You should try to Latino get on the 101 like. North and keep going, <laughs> and get off right there on Conoga Conoga Avenue, and you walk around the way that everyone else is dressed. I mean, it's what right. I learned when I moved to New York because I moved from Ohio to New York, Dayton, Ohio, which is not a small Who city. It's not the countryside. Uh, ex, um, Xenia. Xenia, yeah, it's 30 yeah. minutes away, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not the countryside, but it's a smaller town than like LA or New York. But when I moved to New York, I was hoping for diversity and people who had, yeah, a, had a better, <laughs> yeah. who were just, you know, more, more, I guess, worldly? accepting and worldly. No, you can be a racist or a hillbilly bubble. mentality even living in LA, New York, yep. Chicago. Chicago. I've seen it. Chicago, very, very, um, not to cut you off, Martin Luther King, after uh, being, you know, stoned in Chicago, of all the places I've been to, and I've been down south, Chicago is the most racist place. Because Chicago is very segregated. And the way yeah. it's built and drawn and yeah. governed has yeah. always been that way. It's forced it to be that way. They move out of Mexico Skokie. <laughs> And before Scope, before yes. Mexicans, there there weren't Mexicans. They yes. were Puerto Ricans, and yeah. it was just like then they have their own areas separate from Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. Too, yeah. yeah. Pilsen. Yeah, Pilsen for the Mexicans, right? They pretty much stay there. So you knew you knew exactly in Chicago if you wanted to go where it was Italians, you went somewhere. Yeah. Mexicans somewhere. Gay. If you were coming out, Boys Town. You wow. were coming out yeah. here. 
So Chicago is very segregated in that sense. Mm-hmm. You think LA segregated? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, LA segregated. Dude. Alhambra. I mean, you know, you have everybody talking about they're diverse and they. They no masculine in Agoura Hills. <laughs> like seven. <laughs> <laughs> Seven's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> And how was it when you were doing stand-up back then? I mean, because you go back in the days, like, I mean, there was Steve Harvey. There was, like, Robin Harris. I don't know if he was doing comedy back then. Got Bernie Mac, all those people, like, you know, young. Then you know buddy, him, right? Bernie Mac? I, re- uh, I, uh, I started with Bernie. He was on Bernie, bro. You know what I'm saying? Got this very funny brother over here. My brother. My brother, brother. He corny, motherfucker. And whites didn't get him. Whites no. were going, who was, They did not get Bernie. Whoa. I don't understand who... I don't. Un- I can't understand him. Who, but um, blacks loved him, and we, we were always close. Whenever he would come back to L.A., he would say, "Call me Tony. How's your sad card? I'm gonna give you- casting directors gonna call you in about five minutes." Sure enough, so he was always Chicago through and through. And Never I- forgot about his. People. Were you on a Bernie Mac show? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you did a lot of That's TV cool. and, and movie work. And you know who else did stuff like that? Throwing in friends, r- remembering how important it is to like keep that health insurance going and all that stuff and keeping your SAG up to date. Um that's, I mean, that's so cool that he looked out for you. That Rodney Dangerfield did the same thing, and he would put his friends in movies and stuff. And I think about Paul Julius told me that his last movie, the one before he died, the one where the, my ex-wives, whatever. The last just, one was, yeah, yeah he, he put just put all his everybody, man, even yeah. the... Um, Harry Basil Every, wrote that Everybody one, was in that movie. And then Paul Julius said, yeah, man, he was just giving everybody health insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the movie would do well. Everybody would get a check at the end of the year. I feel year. like Adam Sandler yeah. kind of does that, too, with his friends, you know, and Chris Rock and David They're already rich. <laughs> yeah, well, they are, but. <laughs> what about us? He's keeping them eating, though. <laughs> but um, Tom Dreesen also does that. Yeah, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dreesen's Chicago? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Southside. Southside poor. Dude, for some reason, I was thinking yeah. New York. No, wow, South Side of Chicago. He pretty much owns that that one over there. I mean, he's a partner in that that the Chicago Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory yeah. Oh, there. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He was uh, one of the the lead the the leaders of the fucking uh, comedy strike. Oh yeah, he was at the, the comedy store. Yeah, and he was bad. For, he's been bad. He broke for the life. the picket lines, right? Him and Elaine Boozler no. never no. got to perform again at the comedy. No, he store. started the strike. Jeez. Yeah, yeah he so started the strike. Life band. Yeah, he's totally banned from life. Bad him and Elaine Booth yeah. never got to perform again. When they brought everybody back, and when they started paying everybody back, well, when they started paying everybody, like uh, before everybody was performing and not getting paid, but everybody was performing, by the way. But once they started paying, they started kicking the riffraff out. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know? <laughs> and then they started paying. And then like Elaine Boozler, Tom Dreesen, and then that one who committed suicide were banned for life. Mm-hmm. Who was yeah. Um, I forgot his name, but he was a um, good friend. Who was his name? Uh, with the long hair. Is this the guy who did it right after his yeah. Tonight Show set? No, no, that, that's only for the movie. Oh, that's, that's only. A, a, oh, that's only. In a, but that's the same never, guy. They never were writing in real life. Okay, but they were writing about the same guy. Yeah. Okay, I don't know his name. Was he Latino? Mm. Nah. No. Um, Jewish from New York. Oh. He was. He was friends with um. That comedian that has real long hair. He's friends with Larry David. Oh, mm-hmm. fucking um, Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. Because yeah. at the end of the book, he said oh. that, but after at the end of the book, he says that after my friend committed suicide, I went on a 25-year drug and drinking binge. Mm-hmm. 
Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis, yeah. I believe that. Wow. Yeah, his friend passed away. His friend, the one that committed suicide, him and Richard moved to LA together. And when um, that guy was like, not a veteran, but you know, like when you, you, when you first start doing comedy and you meet somebody, he takes you under the wing that yeah. got to Richard on his wing, but Richard became more successful. Mm-hmm. Was that. Um... Okay. Who took you under your wing? Or who who um who took you on the wing? You know who who are, who I was like who was real cool on the road was uh, Shirley Hemphill. Yeah, very yeah. funny, very funny, and she would always, you know, uh, you had lunch, pay for your lunch. Yeah, so she was cool. She's funny, oh, man. man. Yeah, she was on a, she was on a, the she was on a best of Def Jam tape that I would bust it out after sex so anybody right. was with me. Yes, and then um, Cheryl Underwood was on it. I think it was the best of the best because everybody on that thing is, is fucking rich or famous. Warren Hutchinson's on it. Chris Tucker, Martin Lawrence is hosting, and that that guy that goes down and that goes, "Watch out now!" J. Anthony Brown. J. Anthony Brown, and um, and uh, Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood was fun, you know, very fun. money. Yep. She has that joke about man. She's doing. You have a good man. You gotta hide that motherfucker. I'll bust fuck your man. <laughs> Best friend talking about. I'm gonna drop over my shoes. Best drop them in the yard and keep driving. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl is very funny. And uh, again, if you're from Chicago, very nice. So, what What does she mean when um, at the end of her show back then? Yeah. she will say shout out to my, my man in blue. Was she like a police officer or to my guys in blue or something like that? I don't know. Was she like a, a police officer, and she in the army, or some part of fraternity? I'm not. I'm not. I, she is in the fraternity. And then she probably yeah. meant it to them. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, fool? When we first, I, the last time I saw you, well, I always see you, but you, you were on. I don't know if you did Montreal Comedy Festival. I never get but, a but, chance. But I there's never, a. Yeah. No, it, it, you know it's a, it's a shame, bro, because. Um, like when when I saw a recent I saw a recent um, Montreal and they had um, Roy Woods Jr. Mm-hmm. and they had another another guy that was an urban act more like Def Jam kind of act I think I forgot his name man but there was these two people that you would never see them in the same show like no one put them in the same show Roy Woods and that guy and go nah this guy's too dirty this guy's too clean but but in Montreal they were in the same show I forgot his name it was probably a Rick I thought it was, um, Rick Harris I forgot his name but. He was in Montreal for the first time. Or earthquake! It was earthquake. Earthquake, earthquake first earthquake. time in Montreal yeah. after all these years. Yeah. Movies, specials, yep. tours. Yeah. Probably made a million dollars, and he finally goes to. And also, Lunel was there. Lunel, Tiffany, and a bunch of other black females were hanging out in Montreal. And I was like, saying, man, you know what's about fucking time." Yeah, that's how I felt yeah. when Melanie yeah. Camacho did your mm-hmm. show in she had never been Pasadena. To Ice House. Had never been to the Ice House in all her years of comedy. Crazy. That was huh? sad. I couldn't believe that. Because because you have a lot of gatekeepers. Yeah. And if they don't like you, yeah, you don't get in. It's yeah. weird when they don't like you, man. His name was Steve Lubet- Lubinkin. That's the name of the comedian. That was um, Richard Lewis Fred. That comic who killed himself. Yeah. Just to clear that up. What's up, boom? I thought it was going to be... Uh, so you have a book? Yes, uh, behind the after. Because so many people think uh, the life of a comic is just always funny. The hee-hees and the ha-has. Right. Yeah. Joe Diaz said, remember the hee-hees and the ha-has. 
So I'm trying to imagine motherfucker put go go to the room, eat a fucking sandwich, and put their fucking head down. <laughs> Bro, I'm like people don't know that a lot of the, like I mean not to like put to put a kid into a dark side, but I, I, I heard from critical people a lot of my time is spent not fucking trying to avoid killing myself for fucking twelve hours right. to the yeah. show. And look, Lunell said we had Lunell. She said, you know, I don't understand a lot of comedian before the show. They let you go river rafting or fishing with the owner or a helicopter ride. What the fuck for? To break your ankle? You're going to save yourself for the show. Yeah, man. Well, like you said, like, uh, I forgot who was doing the show. Um, guy from Chicago, um, L.A., the store. The, you guys were talking about the road and how. I know with me, um, I had to learn politics of the road. I had to learn the politics of uh, hanging out with the headliner so you can get more work. And um, all that stuff. We were just talking about that last week. It's yeah, that's what we're talking We about. had that shit with Mike Young. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mike Young. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a handful of unwritten rules. You kind of like learn yourself, right. you know, as right. you go. Because I, I, don't, I don't drink. I don't smoke. And, uh, and I was married, so. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> he prays. Right. <laughs> so then. He it was, right. I was just like. And then they would just go, oh. We went to a yo-yo then. convention. <laughs> right, right, right. Because <laughs> back the then, you know, they were, in Chicago, they were um, paying comics by money, drugs, you know. Uh, hats. Yes. <laughs> hats. Or whatever. Sometimes even women, bro. Not me, not for me, but. Right. <laughs> but what happened, you know, they'll send a woman over to rob your ass. <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of comics were, you know, we had the, the, the condo. Comic coming up, and a lot of young comics would come with women. I was, and I would say, "Dude, this is our sanctuary. <laughs> if you bring in somebody, bring me one." My wife was like, "No." But I would say, "Look, I don't know if that girl has a boyfriend." <laughs> or if she just has somebody who's going because everybody knew where we live. She might have the door open, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody knew we got paid on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. that so, town knows what goes on. Right. It's a go. setup right there. Right. So I would just say, dude, don't bring anybody here. This is our sanctuary. This is where we can. They stole Vic Dunlop's eyes. <laughs> 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 For real, though. But you're yeah. you're looking out for yourself. Let me tell you something, man. Speaking of that, like we were at the I was at the Orlando, not the Tampa Improv, and then we were all hanging out. You know, we were smoking weed, and then somebody came knocking. We didn't invite no one to the green to the right. condo. condo, right? No one. Right. But, but you, it, it was tapping. It was a bottle tapping the door, right? Who wants to party? And we all, we all stood quiet like 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 we were <laughs> like like if our dad left us. <laughs> we, we took the lights up, bro. Stood quiet. <laughs> the Jehovah Witnesses are here. Like, all right, I see. I thought you guys wanted to smoke. <laughs> ah. Fuck out of here. So we just stood quiet, bro. That fool left. Waited thirty minutes, started laughing, bro. <laughs> Dude, how do you like? He was probably at the show, but knew how, knew that where the condo was. Right, right. Everybody knows. Yeah. I did that, bro. I fucked up, babe. Matt <laughs> <laughs> comes out. <laughs> I was bad, bro. 
And you know, all is welcome. <laughs> I was by myself this at the condo the by day. myself. I think I was by myself in the condo. And um, man, I was partying all week. I don't know who. I, I don't know how many people I gave the code to the fucking condo. <laughs> when I left, they stole everything, bro. They stole the television. How'd they yeah. take the TV when it was bolted to the wall? They stole lighters. <laughs> well, you know what I did? Uh, the improv in uh, Dallas and the place they put me at, there was no TV. And I was like, hey, man, it's no TV. Oh, you know, the crack dealers, you know. <laughs> and I was like, so because whenever that happened, my mom always told me, slide the, the dresser drawer to the wall, to the the, the door so nobody could get in and so I, I did that with a lot of condos because the, the club owner doesn't care what happens to you you don't care about curtains right yes <laughs> yes <laughs> toilet tissue I know man and then, or like sometimes man you, you're chicken in and the last headline is still there yes yes talking about well, I have a show on Wednesday but it's Monday, bro. <laughs> right, right. Get the fuck out of here. Right, right. Oh, I thought I could just stay to it. Well, no, you know, you thought rock it out. <laughs> and and, and uh, one up. club, I still, I never got to perform it. I mean, uh, one after the first time because I, w- I had one towel. And I said, y'all, need, we need more. And I told the, the assistant, who was the lady, I said, look, I know you do. You have more than one towel because you're a woman. And I'm married. <laughs> And my wife has <laughs> uses 500 towels. <laughs> so I know I'm going to Walmart, get some towels, and you all are going to pay. And I never got to work there again. Because I was, I was using my authority. You were rebellious. What was this? This was uh, the Funny Bone in uh, Ohio. Sounds like. Sounds like Dayton. Dayton? Sounds like, sound like laughs. I think comedy it was like, cafe in Tucson. Yeah. Sounds like laugh comedy cafe in Tucson. <laughs> where the manager and the waitress used to live in a condo too. Oh my gosh. Wow. Imagine that. You got to wake up and see them. <laughs> Are we all going to work together? Want a carpool? So you met your wife in while you were Chicago. starting comedy in Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah. And you worked for, well, she was your boss. Right. right, she thought I was I was lazy. She hated me because <laughs> she thought because I because uh, I was going to college, I was uh, working, and I was doing stand up. So I was tired tired <laughs> when I got home. I mean, got to work at seven thirty eight, and she yeah you you just filthy. You, boy, you probably out <laughs> all night. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I thought. Yeah, she thought you were partying. Yeah, she thought I was mm-hmm. partying, chasing skirts. Yeah, you know we're just two different people. I'm trying to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come up. <laughs> when, when did you start headlining spots? Um, it, it was a while. It was a while. I think when I first the college and NACA, all that stuff, all that stuff. Man, NACA, like that was a, that's the worst, bro. I remember I was at the NACA bro after that's coming standing, and um, Josh Wolf was next to me, and he ran out of slips. I had to give him mine. He ran out of booking slips. He ran out of oh. bo- he ran out of booking <laughs> slips, bro. Really? And I had to give him mine. Oh man! <laughs> I was just standing there, bro. And I, 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 was looking at my, I was looking at my agent. Can I go? <laughs> I mean, what am I doing here? What am I doing here, man? <laughs> 
I mean, I, but there was a poster with me there and everything, bro. But there was comics there from LA trying to get guest spots. Like, trying to, like, get a falling. Mm. That's even more desperate, bro. No poster. Yeah. No nothing. You're hanging out with Bobby Holiday. You know, what about you flappers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barbara. <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know, uh, I'd, I would do <laughs> Bobby Holiday. Like 150 colleges. Because I worked with um, oh. a group called Make Me Laugh. It was the TV yeah, show. Make oh, Me yeah. Laugh. And we had we had noon sh- noon shows and oh, those are rough. Yeah, <laughs> I hate those man. Like you had in, cafeteria. Like, like yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember yeah. doing North San Antonio and going, man. So you leaving? <laughs> he goes, Nah, I'm just buying soda. And I put a soda. Gets it. Open it and go back and sit down. All right. Like the vending machine is right next. <laughs> the yes. Right yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, really, man? We're gonna have the show next to, next to the vending machine. Why not next to the pizza? Busier at least. Wait till you hear the blender. <laughs> you were done with food. Uh, I did one one time. You? Yeah, I did one once. I was on stage and uh, I asked. How about a hundred of him? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish, man. How do you do? How the worst college you did? <laughs> Me. All Bur- in Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> Berkeley, bro, $150, no room, nothing. We just drove and we got there. We didn't even know we were going to stay. He didn't know either. <laughs> there was no microphone. He's a little lapel, bro. Oh. Oh. Dude, are you serious? Yeah, man. I was like a little <laughs> But the next year, um, Roach Mike. the next year, Gabriel Iglesias and Ernie G went. And then that guy told him, bro, he didn't get no same Same promoter. Still didn't get no rooms for, for the next year's show. So we're going to stay while the last community, they hooked up, bro, and they got they ended up sleeping in somebody's house. Maybe you guys could go to the after party, you know. Bro, they didn't get nothing, bro. <laughs> Some guy hooked them up, and um, they slept in the back of somebody's truck by their, outside their house, and they, the guy gave them pizza boxes to cover themselves up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, so you know, oh, being that my wife is a psychologist, she, she looks back and goes, all the comics that was you all were abused. <laughs> think, you know we're trying to just get ahead, but she said in the real world that's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <yeah. laughs> so true though. But, you, but because we don't have a union, because we know if I don't do it, a comic behind yeah, us yeah. will do they it will. for cheap. Jeffrey Peters will be there. That's what always ruins any sort of movement yeah. is the fact that there's yeah. always What's a handful who's going to do it. Phil Selman? He'll do it. Yeah, they'll do it. <laughs> they'll find somebody. Yeah. No or they'll, or they'll put a pool table in there and no con- no live right, anything. Right, right, right. That's the sad part. Oh, look, <laughs> but you understand, like, like, a lot of young comics, like, oh, I should be out there headlining. You know, it's tough out there, bro, because, okay, you say you're going to go out there headlining. Now this club owner has to convince the morning radio show and morning TV, mm-hmm. and he don't have to convince. He has to lie to them and say you're somebody, <laughs> so they can have you on the radio yeah, show, promote the show. And you know what? Even at my level, they'll say no. They'll say something like, "Oh man, we have a shootout. We're gonna cover that shootout instead, <laughs> or, or, or an opening day. We're gonna cover this opening minor league game." Yeah. Sorry, but imagine, bro, you're nobody, and and you know what? You know. You're going to have to go to that fucking mall and pass out flyer with the owner. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And you don't want to do that, but you know, that's what you do at the Comedy Underground in Reno. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to stay at the owner's house. Welcome yeah. to Tahoe. You know, you know the things yes. you, you, you're going to do because you're you. Yeah. You're going to sleep at the owner's house 
You're going to get up in the morning, go do press with him. You're going to do all his chores. Pass out flyers. <laughs> there's nothing, walk to mar- his there's dog. nothing to market. There's nothing, you know, and you're going to pass out free tickets all day. Yes. Yeah. That's the worst. It sucks. <laughs> and you're going to go fishing with him. You're going to go, hey, and it is a different, like, like, he says, like, comedy etiquette, like, hanging out with a headliner for lunch to get more gigs. Sometimes, he, like, you're at a level where, you got to go hunting with the owner to get more gigs. Damn. And, like, when I asked, um, what's the name? Al Canal. Yeah. He was from Al Canal. I uh, hey, how let come, you know. How come the comedians keep coming back? Because there's hunger out there. And if I can't give you $100, they will do it for five. Because they, 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 they keep coming back for less. Yeah. yeah. Dude, and it's like. And you're like, God damn, you're talking about fucking Shut the devalue. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. The, the cheapening of a trade. Yep. yep. And then, you know, are those guys that are doing that, they're willing to do anything to headline, whether it's steal someone's material. Looney bin and comedy like, works. Just doing Looney shit bin. that's been done before. Just and Colorado like Springs. Bottom of the barrel. Right. And you see it. And they right. think people are dumb, but people know what they're going into, whether they're going to go to a special event or just another night. Yeah. I go there for their wings. Yeah. <laughs> they give you two for kar- one beer. They do karaoke right after the show. One dollar paps. And that always sucks. Because you're trying, like you said, you're trying to be professional. And it's like. Um, you're you dealing know. with like sleazy car salesmen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, sometimes it could be disguised as nice people, but they're not. But no. <laughs> you right. know. And it's a lot. Of, it's very few club owners that are really nice. Like the Comedy Magic Club. Yeah. Real nice guy. I want to take him to WrestleMania. <laughs> yes. Yes. He loved it. He loves uh, WrestleMania. The Richard was yeah, the Richard. booker. But um, if you go there, if you're with a friend, if he, uh, they'll say, hey, you, you want something to eat? Versus other clubs will go, no, we're not, we're not buying anything for you. Where's the drink ticket? Get one drink ticket. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I need water. But my wife is here. <laughs> yeah, she's thirsty too. Right, right, right. Where's her drink ticket? <laughs> I, I saw you on a video. Was, I, I thought it was a, a This Is Not Happening Comedy Central video when you were talking about your daughter and yeah. preparing for your night, a tonight show and all that hell that was going that was going through. I was like, God damn, it brought me to tears, man. All that. Six weeks? Six weeks? Yeah. How, did you write the whole bit word by word yourself or just... Or did you improvise it one night and just no? It was good. it was uh, at the uh, the comedy acts comedy art festival Aspen, and they in the moth as a storytelling service, and it was um, and they simply was up there. They were new, and they just said, "Hey, to the comics, tell us a story." And my daughter spoke to me and said. Tell my story because I haven't told. I never told anybody that I I lost a daughter. Yeah, I just gave it to myself. But that night, my daughter said, "Tell my story," and I told that. And and after five minutes, the the narrator just said, "Okay, tell it live." Don't you know? So all all that uh, I felt. That was the first time I ever told people. Wow! Wow! All that emotion. Yeah. Wow! Like came out perfect. Time. Yeah, because yeah, it's funny because a lot of comedians can bitch about like, oh, you know, I got to go out here. I got to go work the road. You know, they never did a real job or something like that. And you have a lot of stuff in your head. Maybe your mom called, yeah. maybe your lady yeah. called. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this goes 
beyond that, like yeah. deeper into like the darkest pit of the universe of human life. And I was just like, wow. And then when you broke into that, uh, gotta be like Denzel Washington right. in a training day and buck your ass up. And I was like, wow, because it was out of your character. But I was like, dude, this came from the fucking heart. You know, a lot of guys, Bill Burr was also uh, telling a story. Um, he has a story of, uh, you know, growing Irish, you know, everything's hardcore. And um, and uh, if he cried, his father made fun of him. And I thought that that was very moving because for an Irish guy to say, you know, I was crying and my father, he bought me a, a doll to make fun of me. <laughs> All that stuff. It was like. Little Pippin Lostock. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of comics, although they're not all honest with themselves and honest on stage like that, but a, a lot of com- maybe later in their years they do get like that. But a lot of comics hold that stuff in. But those guys, a lot of times, were they grew up as the more sensitive kid, and maybe they didn't even realize it. You know, you, you were the more sensitive kid of your family. But you came I wore from a, a dress. <laughs> but you came from a you know very macho sort of dad and an upbringing that machismo. Let's stuff move and back like, to Anthony. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you psychoanalyzing right, right, me? Right, right. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like you know, you can see it. I'd be just because I know I you know, very yeah. well. But, <laughs> but but you know there are there are guys. <laughs> like he ripped up your yeah. But so this guy remembered your memory. Did he rip up your? Thanksgiving mat. Like your, your dad ripped up your Thanksgiving mat, like something you created, you know, and it was heartbreaking for you. <laughs> but <laughs> it becomes podcast fodder and everybody laughs at it. But anyway. But gobble, that, gobble. I don't believe in tears. That's all rain to me. I think that's why comics uh, are great uh, dramatic actors because they have, they can do back that and range. Yeah. I've been acting. All my life. <laughs> I'm waiting for Scorsese to call. What's he waiting on? <laughs> so, you were in um, you were in a Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt was Tales No, 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 not Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Tell me for the Tales from the Crypt. No, Tales from the Hood. Tell me for the Tales from the Crypt and he can, he don't say no B words. Yeah. Tales <laughs> from the Crypt. <laughs> so there he was. It, it was Easter. She was holding her casket. No basket. Okay. basket. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. I bamboozled y'all. <laughs> all right, yeah. So let's back up though for a second because you just jumped into his daughter passing away. But you, uh, you and your wife got married. And had, you had a daughter. Yes. And um, and she was diagnosed with Down syndrome mm-hmm. first. That was the first yeah. kind of surprise in your lives together. Yeah. But it was cool because um, uh, when I told my mom, my mom was cool. She said, "Okay." Tell me what the doctor said. Said, well, she started. She um, she she was born uh, seven, five pounds. Uh, and my mom paused and said, "Well, you were born five pounds." Yeah, but the doctor said, you know, she's premature. And my mom said, "You were premature." And I said, "Yeah, but the doctor said, well, she will be slow." My mom paused and said, you didn't walk for 14 months. Just take your daughter home, love her, and let's see what happens. And, I, and you know, I took off to the club, comedy clubs. They wait staff will watch her 
while I was on stage. <laughs> and um, so it was cool. And um, and she could beat me because she, she wasn't walking, but she could crawl quicker than I would walk to the door. Yeah. So it was cool. And I, I didn't know who to rank, gauge her by because it was the only child. So, yeah. yeah. And then, and then, so the the bigger tragedy, of course, was it happened a couple of years later. Then, yes, yeah. And she she was diagnosed with leukemia. Yes, yeah, leukemia. Yeah. So and I was little sister, huh? My my son's father remarried, and I remarried, and uh, his two year old daughter. She had cancer pretty much the last year of her life, and she died at two two years old. Yeah, and I still remember her saying, "Was what?" Yeah. They were watching a reality yeah. show, and everybody was like screaming, oh, my God, my God, and she didn't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, very she similar was, situation. What? Except she she didn't have Down syndrome, but it doesn't matter. I mean, the cancer's... I yeah. guess she's just more susceptible. Your daughter, because of the Down syndrome, that makes her more susceptible to certain health problems, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and um, you know, I was on the road, and my wife said, you know, she's sleeping a lot more, mm-hmm. so we should go to the hospital. So as soon as I got home... We went right to the hospital, to Children's Hospital, and they said, how long has she been uh, orange? She needs blood right now. So so we gave her blood, but um, she went to a cardiac arrest. So, and and she's two, so she's fighting people, and they're trying to stick her, and she's not screaming. And so we had to put her in a comatose. Right. Medically induced coma, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And she was in that for like three months. And I still had to go on the road, pay bills and stuff. Yeah, that's tough. Like, that's, we've seen comics, you know, like you were saying, there's always, there's something in your head, you know, when you're performing. And like Marcella, she performed the night that her dad died, you know, like that was. She, had a, she, had, so, she the, drove from Modesto down she's L.A. Got and in a, she's, she's got in a gig for the last three years on her dad's birthday, too. Yeah, yeah. And and then, you know, you went to work back on the road a, a week after your daughter died, right? How, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you pull it out of you? And, I mean, are you faking it on stage, or does your comedy take a hit? You did say your comedy started becoming more dark Real at that dark. point, right? Yeah, because especially tonight show, um, they want, like, Jippy... Uh, Jim, Jimmy Fallon, everything's clean, yeah, just goofy, just happy, yeah. right? And I really was not in the headspace for that. And um, and the talent coordinator said, "Hey, you know, you need to pull it back. You need to smile more." And I was just because <laughs> I didn't tell anybody that what I was because I would do the show tonight. Show I would rush to the um, children's hospital. Because uh, my wife and my daughter, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, and how long you do that for? For a while? Yeah, it was for the second and the third time I was on Tonight Show. So she would see me. Uh, uh, she would watch the Tonight Show with me, so she was confused because I was there. Yeah, and she would hear me on TV, and she would go, "Hey," 
Tillos. Yeah. What's going on? Right, right. <laughs> I hear him. Yeah. He's throwing his voice. My dad turned into a box. Right. So right. Like telepathy right, right here, man. Right. Magic. So it was cool. But, um, yeah, and then afterwards, it was like, hey, you threw the show. Uh, after she passed, you, you just tried to do the, your show. And, um, you know, you just do your show. Yeah. You think it's, you think it's easy, it's harder for a comedian to do his job that way? I think it's harder than to, to, to be um, going through all that stuff and still trying to be funny must be really fucking tough. Of course. Because I'm pretty sure you're a plumber, man. You can plumb away. Right. <laughs> it's, it's kind you of distracting, I mean? but you it's have to make people laugh. You have to make people yeah. laugh. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But I think Unless maybe... they don't think you're funny anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next. So, so, yeah, I mean, is are you like on autopilot doing your act? Like I'm without any sort of promotion? without uh, mentioning uh, the daughter. Yeah. 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 Wow. And how how did your act changed since then? Yeah, because since then I've um I've I've uh, developed I mean not developed but I have multiple sclerosis, right. which is and that came after your daughter passed yeah, away. Yeah, because they because they say MS comes um, out of trauma. Mm-hmm. Your body does something that it changed, and the in your immune system fights itself. No, happened to you, bro. Some, yeah, my, my Don't mom. MSG, huh? Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah, though. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> not in on the lie, huh? <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> something else. I thought, I, I thought something like we bad and I had to go something. on stage. Oh. It was just like. <laughs> oh, something bad happening and then going. Yeah. Oh. But you still, I mean, so MS compared to um, a child's death is, if anything, that has. Uh, uh, everything is when that's it. I got a cold. <laughs> I lose my house. I lose my car. That's it. <laughs> it pairs in comparison. Shit, man. Yeah. Michael Jordan fucking playing with a flu and scoring 85 points. They shit to compare what, what Anthony went through, bro. Yeah. Oh, God. Every night, bro. Gotta be funny. Go back to the comedy condo. Turn it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. One towel. Right, right. One t- <laughs> that, that can be uh, uh, a movie, <laughs> One Town. <laughs> like like uh, uh, Nas, the mic, one mic, <laughs> one town. Yeah. So, how, so did you guys find yourselves, as far as after your daughter's gone, yeah. right, you have a different relationship now, right? I'm sure it impacted your marriage. Well, we, d- we definitely, you, usually... Uh, with with couples, it either broke you up, split you up because you won't think about it. Because when I see her, I'm thinking of. So you just try mm-hmm. to create a whole new life, mm-hmm. or it'll just make you much stronger. You know, it's funny you say that about what you know, like that. As you compare it to your daughter, but I remember when I when I had a baby mama, man, and my son had a flu, and I would look at her, man, we ain't gonna last. <laughs> the stress of it, right, just like right, tearing right. your heart. The just stress that of it, stress. right? Because he had an earache, bro. He was screaming. 
His bitch didn't know what to do. <laughs> there was no Google. Oh, I'm about to fall out of this. Right, 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 right. His bitch is over there like. There was no she, 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 she got a fucking safety pin put in a diaper. What the fuck is that going to do? Right here. She started here with a full moon. Oh, she's doing like witchcraft. Witchcraft shit, dog. Wow. And goes, it's her mom told her. Her stupid ass aunt from Mexico, from El Paso. You didn't circumcise him. <laughs> we got to get him circumcised. When someone going to write this Give me the fucking scissors, bitch. Bitch. I walked out of that house, bro. These are your wow. relationship, relationship skills give me uh, much to look forward to. I'm not, I don't do good with heartache, bro. I, I'm the kind of person like, did you ever at one point find like walking away? Like, like this is too Or like much? giving up. Yeah, giving like up. just like stopping. No, because. Because uh, the pain could be crushing. I mean, yeah, it's debilitating. Yes. I put my wife, because I, I didn't know until I read the book, I mean, wrote the book that she had contemplated suicide yeah right because the book the way the book is structured it's back and forth your story your side of the story and her side of the story in each chapter right like so i always read uh her stuff to find out about her Mm -hmm. and i didn't know (laughs) there's a lot of stuff i didn't know about her that i would go it's funny how when um like i know in your book that in a black community and even uh another latino community you're not allowed to be a nerd without thinking people you're white yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. There's no nerds. There's no yes. Mexican nerds, bro. Where you call fucking nerd? It's always like, oh, he shouldn't be white. Why? Because I don't like Arlo <laughs> right. Bow. Right. I don't like the low <laughs> But I do Arlo Because I don't like I the do like fucking low rider lifestyles. A fucking waste of time. I do ride, like low riders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. You, yeah. you know, you, people uh, thought you were white cause just because you spoke differently. But you know, because because in the black world for comedy. Everybody wanted to be Red uh, Fox, um, Richard Pryor, yeah, Eddie Murphy, Red Fox. So uh, you just want to do impressions. <laughs> right. That's my favorite. The man of many voices. Right, right. <laughs> Michael Winslow got that stuff too. He got that sort of yeah. attitude too. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Like he's weird kid. Yeah, you know, keep him over in the like, corner. Like, so, like, oh, like how about Burris? Yeah, growing up. And doing his comedy in, in Anthony's age would have been, oh, he white. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's dark, but he white. He's doing the, what do you say, the intellectual comedy yes. or whatever yes. you call it. Yeah. Trying to make us think. And that's, <laughs> right. And that's what some brothers would say to me, you know, if they had been high. You know, you trying to you trying to do all that intellectual. So I literally, I'm just trying to just be funny. I'm really silly. I want to do impressions of Michael Jackson, John Wayne, <laughs> and they were just. Like if you look at any any picture, there's no nerds, bro, that are Latino, bro. Because if you're a nerd, you're white or you're gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and what if you're both? Uh, <laughs> Nerdo. <laughs> El putito. So what in your so what helped you guys in your relationship like or it was it just natural because of your love being strong already what helped you guys keep uh, your relationship it together time. yeah you know because we were did you turn on each other different times and no it's just, just kind of held it in we were like some zombies mm-hmm. you know because you you can still do a lot of stuff just by um remote re- re- reflex mm-hmm. you're not really thinking mm-hmm. um you know uh, I really didn't I hear the birds or the uh, singing or the smell of the roses because we were just just going through life, mm-hmm. just not really um, not enjoying not life enjoying it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, 
Isaac's stepmom spent the whole the whole two years in the hospital. Yeah, her, my right? son's yeah. stepmom, and we all get along. We're all cool with yeah. each other. But she's she spent a whole year and a half in the hospital with her daughter, day twenty four hours. I, I thought it was so kind of sad, you know, that that little, that little girl, all her friends were hospital people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That she never had friends outside. I thought that was very sad. Yeah, I mean, my, my son dwells on it. He's 14, and he dwells on certain things. Like, she never got to go to school and make friends. She never got to do this. Well, that it's was very sad. That was one reason that um, my wife got into the field she did because um, um, while we were in a hospital a lot, it was certain kids that their parents were never there because their parents had to work. So they would just be going through this this stuff all by themselves. So is that in your book, the book you wrote? Yeah. Yes. And where, where people find that book? Is it an Audible? Oh, do we have a? You can find it at. Is that my wife? Yeah. You can. She's find, handing us a physical <laughs> copy so we can show it. Titled "Behind the Laughter." Yes. You can get it at Amazon, right? Yes. And, uh, it's on Kindle or audio too, right? Did you, yes. did you record a version? Yes. You did it? Cool. And then Bridge did it too? You guys both did it? Okay. No? <laughs> she didn't do her Same. part? <laughs> What's up with all this writing? Why right, you got no right. pictures in here? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Behind the laughter. And it's out now, right? I don't even rhyme. It's out now? Yes. Came out uh, today or yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah, a comedian's tale of tragedy and hope. Is it audible yet? It is audible. Who's reading yeah. it? Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, No, not me because oh. she didn't read. Yeah. So I felt I shouldn't read it. But <laughs> we got two uh two uh actors. A man and a woman doing your part. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny because in the audition the producer the publisher was just sending us white guys and we're going <laughs> um Cause it'd be a, <laughs> a old white guy going. Cause I would listen. I'd go. Well, he sounds like an old white guy. And then I'd go. Oh, and then it's an old white guy. <laughs> that would be funny. And then I was in the South Side. <laughs> right, right, Burning right. He, he, he would talk like that. Yeah. I was like, we need, we need uh, some color. Because <laughs> yeah, we did, you know, the, to bring some flavor. Right, to it. PC. And then it was a brother. <laughs> yeah. So I told them no. Yeah, you know, I mean, right. change your your your, your uh, what is it, honey? East, uh, east, right? Is that your, right here. Your, right here. Your T H to F. T H to F. You got an audible. North, south. Oh, that's my other audible. Right, no. Start playing. Who is that man? Here it is, man. You can get it on Audible, man, for. Oh, what, what, I got credits. It's going to cost me 747 <laughs> You got credit. 747 or one credit. I can't listen to Audible. Or $21.42, man. If you don't have Audible, I have Audible. So, yeah, I got it right here, man. So, it's, it's several platforms Audible, Reading, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where's the battery? Tonight Show is a stand up comedian from Chicago. Now I was on my spot. Red light atop the camera was on. I, was I like this actor. Every <laughs> I like this actor in your book. Oh, it's perfect. 
You know some straight jacket? No, he wanted I was, to be. I was, I was a nerd. I wanted. To, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted. Oh my god! I wanted to be a uh, Houdini. <laughs> That's tight. What? So I had. Hey, a, funny man. I, I had a straight jacket, dude. I wanted to be a cop. And my mom found an old ass wallet, and she ripped everything up, but left a little place where you put the fucking the badge, the badge, the ID in. And she made me a, ba- a fake badge, and she put it right there, and she put my name on top, bro. Oh, that's cool, yeah. man. I think that's I cool. think I used to walk up to my fucking like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I think your your mom probably wanted you to be a cop, dog. <laughs> Sergeant Esparza. <laughs> I would have been a badass cop, bro. I'd be fucking up trolls all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Mexican cops right. do. Cause you know, where, you know where the drugs is at. I know where they are. Bro, you know, you know. If I was a cop, you know what show I let go because they have broken elbows, bro. Beating with that little metal stick. Right, right. Uh-huh. But yeah, I wouldn't be an escape artist. Because <laughs> you said you wouldn't be a magician. And then when you found out Johnny Carson wanted to be that magician, you put like, yeah, right. Was well, yeah. he was a magician too, bro? Uh, which one? When we had here the comedian, oh Jimmy Schubert, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy Schubert. Schubert, yeah. He's a, so I thought I was I was on the right path, and um, I took I would take my um, the maestro my um, tr- my straight jacket to show uh, show and tell at school. I got straight jacket. Everyone seen me get out, and people just go. <laughs> Riff, what's, up, what's wrong man? with you? Right. But it's funny when the mind is not used to like imagination and letting it go. People yeah. are all tightened up, going, "What are you doing here?" But you know what? And it, it gets squashed though too if you're not careful. That kid could have his dreams yeah. could have been squashed yes. by that. Well, well, you know? let him express. Yeah, well, I, I told and him, I'll just be an accountant. I, told, I was laughing, <laughs> and then some dude goes, "What are you laughing at, bro? You don't know about today is Mo Howard's birthday, bro. You know from the Three Stooges." Who the fuck cares, homie? I'm gonna punch me in the chest, though. <laughs> <laughs> and that fuck went, yuck, yuck, yuck. Take that. Ooh, ooh. Oh, man. So, so, uh, yeah, my, while my mom was always cool and she allowed me, cause, cause, uh, it was lip syncing before lip syncing got big. So if I was Michael Jackson, my mom was the Jackson 5. <laughs> If I was James Brown, my mom was the Jackson Five. <laughs> she only had one thing. Put his cape on. But then, um, and uh, as a teenager, jacket. I had a straight jacket, and I was with a real straight jacket. It was a real, real one. Fuck. <laughs> and somebody stole it on the bus, right? Yes. Straight up. Yes, someone stole it. You think you crazy? Who steals the straight jacket? <laughs> someone that needs it, like me. <laughs> But then you st- you asked her to step down for another one, right? Yeah, and he was he was like, "What do you need another straight right, jacket yeah, for?" Because yeah, no, he didn't want me to have one. No, we didn't. <laughs> I can do stupid. Right? He, he was I, no. But that's creative. I don't. I wouldn't know where to get my son a straight jacket. <laughs> my mom. Uh, he asked me for crazy a, stuff. A, uh, but. Um, uh, insane. Oh, really? She called and said, "Hey." Uh, my son wants a straight jacket, and they were going, um, it, this has to be true, because who calls the insane asylum except a mom right. That's what I a straight jacket for? Where can I sign I know that your mom always trying to sign you up to different things that were not, like, from the hood, you know, like, yeah. I love that story you said about the Boy Scouts, because, man, yes. we, we, yeah. we were living in the projects, yes. we had a Boy Scout, we had one meeting, and at that meet, the first meeting, 
half of the people in the boys got, got kicked out. <laughs> like half. For cursing, <laughs> right. being dicks. I they were fired. Him. And then and then um our, our, our it was funny because our um our our fucking um, boy scout master was a guy from El Salvador and, and every time he talked he'll tell you like to stop it voz para le voz like voz right he keeps saying voz it's a different and then, and then my brother got kicked out and said what the fuck yeah we're in the boy scouts or the voz scouts <laughs> And, well, you got, and you got kicked out right there, bro. My, 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 um, my, I hated Boy Scouts because uh, everybody except my friend were were gangbangers. So I was like, you know, <laughs> that the 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 scoutmaster was terrorized. Is it? They was like, hey, you you guys need to put on your man. Shut up. They took over the meetings. They took over. So <laughs> it was boring. I was the only one who. Wear a uniform. You showed up with your, every, all your there, flair. You tied your knots. <laughs> right. I had all. Your little oh. scarf. Yes. I was the only one. All of them were just thugs. They all had two strikes. I was like, come on. This was not fun. Wow. Over there trying to be a Boy Scout at right. 19. Right. Right. And, you, and your badges were for fake stuff, right? Like you didn't do anything they, for the badges, they got, right? They got the, the, we had uh, got a, recent a cooking blatch, a, uh, a, a mayor, um American badge, all that stuff that we didn't do anything. You didn't even go camping or nothing, huh? No, because because hiking. No, no, you're lost. No, can't have nice things. Right? Yeah, man. <laughs> they ruined it for the, everybody. My, my, the, the 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 Boy Scouts, they never went anywhere, man. Yeah. Yes. And when they went and they, when they went camping, my brother snuck in a bus and went to. <laughs> <laughs> like you were not even supposed to go, but he snuck in the bus. Now they have to deal with went this kid. And he's acting like a fool over there. But he, he said he had fun, though. He said, what happened? Yeah. He goes, man, did the guy cook hot dog? Fuck no, bro. <laughs> he cooked a cup of noodles. <laughs> so he got a big <laughs> pot and boiled water and oh gave it, packed around goodness. a little cup and filled it up with water. Oh. But no hot dogs. No yeah. hot dogs. <laughs> the ghetto scouts. Right. <laughs> so I would always hear about white boy scouts and they're doing this and they're going like, oh, man, that's cool, but... Not in the inner oh, city. Oh, man, they are whittling over there. <laughs> I'm not whittling anything. They're all dressed here. like Teddy Roosevelt. Huh? <laughs> right. Fires. Like in the project, like if they teach karate, no one's going to wear karate suits. <laughs> yes. So yes. you're to every tournament with sweats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Wearing your mom's Jeez. biking shorts. <laughs> he's a black belt. Nah, he's that, he was using that belt to hold up his pants. <laughs> well, they're like blood sport, huh? I have, so, I, I have a friend that, um, white guy. He went to college. He said uh, the brothers that went to college took up fencing, and they were in there sweats. It's like, come on, man, you're supposed to wear the, the mesh. No, I ain't doing. <laughs> My mom didn't pay the pay the fee. All right, we gotta wrap it up. But uh, I, I hate do that. Right, I, I don't want to cut this. You short, have dates but. coming up? Um, no. <laughs> 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 who's gonna, who's gonna Wait, everybody? But you're pushing your book. It's on pushing sale now. Book? Yes. Yes. That's what he's May first. Right May first. First. Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory. Okay. Right. Yeah, you show up at the Laugh Factory a lot in Hollywood. So yes. people go down there and see him. Yeah. Go back in two weeks, he told me. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Nah. Well, my, first, my first time I performed there, he told me to come back next week and perform again. But I told him, um, Jamie, it's, I have a TV show. I gotta tape a TV set. He goes, well, I come back again later. So I never came back. And one time I came back, 
He goes, I don't see you making it for another seven years. No, don't tell me, really. And that shit hurt my feelings, bro. And then I, I was so sad. I, I, I talked to Alonzo Bowling, man. Don't worry about that, man. One time he told me that I should put on uh, shoulder pads and a football uniform, and I should be the football comic on stage. <laughs> and then I told Brad Williams the same story because I was sad, and Brad Williams said that that he should get all the little people he can find. This is <laughs> Jamie's advice. Yeah, to little to Brad Williams, get all the little people he can find, and the, and we'll have a big comedy show for the little people. We'll call it the biggest comedy, the biggest little comedy show in Hollywood history. <laughs> so when I was last coming standing and we had um, Jamie Masada on the show, I said, remember Jamie Masada? You said it's going to take me six to seven years to make it. You're full of shit, man. It took 12. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why I never get in the store because Mitzi was like, um, you know, you should do this, this. And I was, and I was telling her, I'm already comic. I'm just trying to get to San Diego. <laughs> I don't need to change my right. act or my theme. Yeah, but or... <laughs> you've already um, you've already got material. Yes, I'm just trying to get to San Diego. I don't have to. I don't have to uh, dress in, in purple. You don't have to do this. I'm just trying to get to San Diego. But you need to change your last name. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to open for Frank Manzano. <laughs> put some sunglasses on and a cane. Right. She told Daryl um, Middleton, D-Militon, yeah, to change his name to what? Oh, I forget. Scruffy Johnson. Something like that. It was like it was something like a yeah, slappy she, white sort of style It would be funny if you changed your name to that. Scruffy Johnson. Yeah. But my name is Scruffy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> my name's D. Right, so right. So I told her yes, whatever, right? And then, so I kept performing all week, right? I think it performing all week, and then she called him back. I thought you were going to change your name. I'm not going to change my name. And you ain't going up at D-Militon. Crazy. Damn. I'm going to call him and see I played games, and he's changing his name. And he changed his name Messia. to Carlos Messia for her. What's his real sec- name? Um, Ned. Nelson Ned, Holden. Ned something, yeah. What is it? Ned Horton. Ned Horton, Holden yeah. Jones. Ned Holden. <laughs> Ned Holden, yeah. Yeah, he's cool, you know. Really? Horton. On Honduran, German. Yeah, and- Andre but you were told that her name, real name is uh, Frank Salarino. Rodrigo <laughs> <laughs> <Andrea> Torres Jr. <laughs> but you are the real Anthony Griffin. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Twitter or Instagram, people can follow you. Yes. Get that book. Twitter, Mr. Laugh a Lot. Mr. Laugh a Lot. Yes. All one word. What's that? Instagram. Same thing, Mr. Um, Laugh a Lot. Comedian Anthony Griffith on Instagram. That's all one word. Okay, and Mr. Laugh-A-Lot on Twitter. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Thank you for being a guest, Thank you, man. Jay. Love to have you back. I'm glad, I'm glad to see you other than at the mall. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Hanging out. You know, we don't even have time to hang out anymore at the you mall. You going to plug your dates? For oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you got dates. I forgot to. We were All right, man. I'll be in San Diego the Saturday, April 13th. This Saturday. Oh, this Saturday, April mm-hmm. 13th. I'm doing a Spanish show. Otra vez, va a ser español. Llegale. Tacoma, Washington, April 18th through the 20th. Tacoma, Tacoma Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Best thing about that club is the green room. They have five drawers. Each of them has snacks. <laughs> Los Angeles, <laughs> April 26th, doing a set on the Kevin and Beans. April Foolishness. This will be Beans' last day in LA. Albuquerque, New Mexico, Isleta Resort, April 27th. Lincoln, California, Thunder Valley Casino. I'll see everybody there from Weed, California, from from Eugene, Nevada, Sacramento Eugene, area. Portland, Sacramento area, to you guys there. This is the closest I'll be near Sacramento because 
The fucking punchline Sacramento playing games. <laughs> What's wrong with this? What I gotta do to get booked over there? <laughs> How many swords I gotta wear? Right. Buy a purse. <laughs> uh, Viva Los Jokes, uh, May 14th will be back. Uh, English? Just, English, yeah. Right. And um, that'll be May 14th, Riverside at the Life Art Center. Check out Yeah Man Podcast. Thank, Thank you so Johnny. much, uh, Anthony. Uh, I'm John Roque. Okay. 